Where You Go. Episode 7 Welcome back. We're still waiting to see what will happen next. Ruth has readied herself, prepared herself for an encounter that will decide her future. Everything hangs on how Boaz responds to Naomi's plan. And now, she's ready to go. So she went down to the threshing floor. She did everything her mother-in-law had told her to do. When Boaz had finished eating and drinking, he was in a good mood. He went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile. He's likeable, Boaz, isn't he? A man of simple pleasures who looks after his workers, who notices the foreigner and makes provision for her, who eats and drinks with the team and then takes his shift on the floor of the barn. And there's a hint of pathos to all this too. Did you wonder about that too? He's older than Ruth. He's a man of standing, wealthy and kindly, but he's alone. Has he just never found the right girl? Has he been married before and is a widower? Is he in fact already married and Ruth is a second or third wife? This is the Old Testament, remember. Don't bring your modernist assumptions to this story without being prepared to confront some ideas you might find unpalatable. The fact is, we don't know his backstory. But we can maybe speculate a little from his reaction to what happens next. Then Ruth approached quietly. She uncovered his feet and lay down there. In the middle of the night, something surprised Boaz and woke him. He turned and found a woman lying there at his feet. Who are you? He asked. I'm Ruth, she said. You are my family protector. So take good care of me by making me your wife. Naomi has schooled Ruth well in the ways of her people. In the midnight intimacy of the barn, she's pretty bold in her proposal. It's very sensual. The stillness of the air. The heavy scent of her perfume. Her breath on his skin as she whispers her name. Her invitation to extend his cloak to cover her and thus betroth himself to her. And the unguarded moment of his startled response reveals something. Dear woman, may the Lord bless you. He replied. You are showing even more kindness now than you did earlier. You didn't run after the younger men, whether they were rich or poor. There it is. That glimpse of loneliness. That awareness of all the others she could have gone after. The refusal to take advantage of her vulnerability. The gratitude that she has chosen him. Love. Chesed. Are you sighing yet? It's beautiful. It's romantic. And surely nothing can stand in the way of the happy ending we're all craving. Ruth will run home to Naomi. The pair will announce their engagement. The village will cheer. But wait. I've done it again. Surely you know that the course of true love never did run smooth. This story is not over yet. She loves him. He loves her. We all know the rules about the Guardian Redeemer. We said that if it was true that Boaz was the next of kin, then he had a responsibility to marry Ruth. If... It was true. But is it? Do we know that? 
we're building this romantic tale on an assumption, and the only one who knows that for certain is Boaz. Dear women, don't be afraid. I'll do for you everything you ask. All the people of my town know that you are an excellent woman. It's true that I'm a relative of yours, but there's a family protector who is more closely related to you than I am. Oh no. A twist in the tale. A spoke in the wheel, a bump on the road. There's a closer relative, a nearer next of kin. And remember, this is not just about hearts and flowers and perfume and barns. This is about the continuation of a family name, the line of succession, and Naomi's property rights, and the impact on us. Oh, we haven't mentioned that yet. Ruth's line of succession will matter to all of us. But it's the middle of the night. Nothing can be done until the morning. And so once again, we wait. We wait.